Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, live from Chicago, the Hal Sparks radio program mega worldwide. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hal Sparks, your comedian and multimedia personality. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hal Sparks. All right, let's do this. One of those mornings, kids. It's 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 one of those days. It's one of those times. It's one of those situations. Johnny Million, how are you this fine day? Hey, Hell's Bucks. I my curiosity is, and this is you know, I you're my man on the street. You're I'm my uh, yeah yeah. You you represent a, a you know the the unvarnished truth of uh, you know of the Jim Varney's. In my life, um, hey, if anybody, yeah, nobody, nobody recalls you, you. You know Jim Varney, right? I just said, "Hey Vern." Oh yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't hear that part. That's my fault. I should always assume a "Hey Vern" from you hey, um, Vern. in those circumstances. Yes. That said, um, I have you. Have you done any Christmas shopping yet? A little bit. A little mostly bit. Mostly online. A little bit. Um, a little bit. I yeah, a little bit. I have as well. Um, I've uh, I've been doing uh, you know a decent amount of like my uh, cyber shopping and the like. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's hard when you're cyber shopping to assume, uh, I guess that uh, that the shelves are uh, empty like you're being told that they are uh, by the newsage at every turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cyber shelves are uh, are only empty, I think, when I, when you hear, well, I guess when you click on it and it says on Amazon, for example, um, available, multiple buying options are available, yeah. meaning that yeah. the standard salespeople are not necessarily, um, you know, don't necessarily have it in stock. They don't necessarily think of it in terms of, uh, uh, you know, you're going to be hunting for the best price. Some of them will not even say new Attached to the thing, they'll, oh, you'll yeah, hear. Yeah. You'll see something like "very good condition" and be left <laughs> to wonder what that could mean. You know, that's a that's a curious thing, and uh, especially when you're online and if you're buying something that's special for somebody else, right? That's mm-hmm. you know, then you're then you're really walking. On, All right, this is a gift, yeah. and I've got limited time, and there may be limited availability. What in the dear Lord am I supposed to do about um, this this particular gift if it shows up? And if, and their definition of very good and my definition of very good are very not, different. Yeah, that's right. Are, are a little the scale is slightly askew and askew. And uh, welcome everybody in the chat room and hi and welcome to the show. Hey. It's uh, it's it's Saturday again, and so we we have this kind of. I mean, it's been a crazy news week. We're going to get to plenty of stuff. The uh, um, the Jesse Smollett vector, uh, verdict came down uh, this week. Oy. Um, there's also there was a, uh, a tornado that hit um, central the, the central United States, uh, southern part of Illinois, um, parts of Kentucky uh, uh-huh. um, uh, were hit very bad. Uh, Bashir, the governor of Kentucky, um, who curiously as a as a Democrat got elected, 
at the, in the same way that the Republican is still the senator of that state. And yet our elections aren't trustworthy. Um, but uh, he's asked Biden for help um, sure. in dealing in dealing with this in 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 swift order there. The, you know, the, the death toll they're expecting is somewhere. He said it could be close to 70, um, possibly 100 because of a factory that was hit. People were Dang. inside. Um, it's it's harrowing. And, you know, we in certain parts of the country, tornadoes are an expected part of life. And, and as we deal with, you know, the shifts in climate change, they may increase in volume and intensity, or they may increase just in intensity and be for fewer and further between, but they will definitely be affected by the change in, in climate over time. And it would seem that adults in the room, like the democratic party, which seems it, which is currently the only functioning governing party in the country we we yeah. have a one-party system right now kids yeah i saw that tweet of yours and i was like yeah yeah, yeah he's yep. right yeah there's no there is no republican party right now there are republicans there are some that are still zombieing this party through its paces and there's an assumption in the media that everything where there's two is balanced which is a very strange reflex on their part mm -hmm. um that but but other than that, they do not exist as a functioning party. They have no interest that, you know, the, the debt ceiling deal was made. But with this kind of like corrupt little shuffle within the Republican Party so that they can all agree to look the other way. It was I, I would call it the Jim Jordaning of Republican policymaking. They'll okay. they'll let they'll let stuff that allegedly they're against happen. They just look the other way when it does. Um, and instead of, you know, being being overt about their participation in it now, right now, you know, uh, there's a lot of hay being made about Biden's poll numbers. And the Republicans are just beating their chests about this nonstop, that this indeed is their this. They've they've got a toehold. You know, this is their Drago Rocky moment. He's not a man. He's not a machine. He's a man. Um, and they're counting on this, on riding this into next fall, that they think what they're running on currently, as far as how they're criticizing the Biden administration and the policies they're in, are going to be their strategy in the spring, in the summer, and in the fall. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I, I myself... Johnny Million, as you may be aware, I'm, I'm vacillating as a Libra is wont to do. <laughs> I, I am I am vacillating between letting them yeah. down easy and just getting out of the way as the crash happens. Because mm. I feel like giving them a, you know, sort of a reality check, as I have been doing. Um, oh, when especially talking about Are they ready for that, really, I don't I don't. I don't think so. Yes, uh, somebody's yeah. uh, Bob in our chat says CRT 2022. That's right. And we're already at a level one hype train. Don't forget twitch.tv slash Hal Sparks. Great way to su support the show. Subscribe if you have Amazon Prime. And many of you do, uh, uh, if only around the holiday seasons. Um, uh, you can subscribe and, it, and it, uh, subscribe and it doesn't cost you a dime. I'm running my words together because I'm trying to talk really swiftly. Um, so the big talking point, though, is in... 
inflation. That's right. Inflation is yep. it's the Biden Achilles heel. It's game set match. There is there. You know, if you if you look on, I mean, Roy Blunt, uh, the the miserable um, senator for Missouri, um, hence named, in fact, on on his own sort of mental state most of the time. Um, he he even came out today saying, "Oh, it's a thirty-year high, Good folks. Thirty years since we have had this kind of almost forty or whatever uh, since we've had this kind of inflation since nineteen eighty-two. That's a this is the, yeah, it's a long time ago. That's how long it's been since we've had this kind of inflation. Now, what kind of inflation was that in nineteen eighty-two? I forget if a Democrat or a Republican was president. I was so young. Hmm. Um, he said, hmm. I, "I just remember Let's that see. we were two years into the blah, 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 blah. which administration that. was that." Either way, it was. I mean, it was probably still Carter's fault. But um, <laughs> of course, seven two, and many people remember the great pandemic of 1981, which of course caused. The 7.2 inflation in that one year, you know, you, you recall the 700,000 plus Americans who had died uh, in 1981 from from that inflation. Uh, yeah, from yeah. that inflation that caused the inflation when we all shut down, when there was no production in the United States in all of 1981. And um, because it couldn't be Republican tax policy and their absolute releasing the reins on tax cuts, uh, and and that that idea that nineteen eighty two, I like to call that the beginning and the end. That's when, well, all right. How so? That's when Reagan. That's when Trump Jr. was really starting to feel his to feel himself. So is Wild Oats. Yeah. Yes. That that yeah. That that's that's when Trump is like, hey, my dad and I got away with um, not renting to black people. Um, it's, you know, we've, we've dodged any major comeuppance and right now people are loaning us money based on buildings we're never going to build. I like, this is, I think this is a system we could export to China as a building methodology. Um, the Trump ghost cities of the future, the ghost casinos that Trump was, were just a gleam in his eye at that point. Um, in, in, in discussing though, the, the rise in, um, and in in the inflation numbers, he also said consumer confidence, all time low. All time low. Now, is that materially true? Is consumer confidence at an all time low? Are people which and there's two markers you could use to decide whether consumer confidence is at an all time low. One, you could look at how much stuff people are purchasing both with cash and on credit. Now, the consumer confidence part of it um, was based, you know, it used to be based for a good, you know, three decades, especially uh, on on credit card payments. Uh, do you think you can buy something on a credit card and pay it off over time? Right. And, and so do you have confidence that you're going to have a job or enough money to pay this off over time? So you're willing to put it on your credit card, which is a bit weird as far as consumer confidence, it's more like job confidence and other factors. But OK, I see where they were going with that. But it would seem that if 
you had the cash on hand and you felt comfortable spending that cash on hand because once you spent that cash on hand, it's gone. It's not based on yep. credit or any kind of fix from credit in any way that you were willing to part with your hard earned money for good for these goods and keep these goods. One would think your confidence was relatively high comparatively. Now, I can understand how, you know, if you look at the giant economic numbers that look like, a you know, a, a swarm of bees to anybody who isn't in, in a Wall Street, um, you know, on a bank of Wall Street computers. I can see how you would come away with that idea that it's better psychologically. Someone told you once that if people put stuff on a credit card and long form their purchases versus a TV that in 1992 you would have to put on a credit card to be able to afford a TV that size. You can now buy with cash for three hundred and forty five dollars and it also has internet built in, and yeah. and if you buy it now, they'll give you a free keyboard, and it's basically a computer because you can use the internet on it anytime you want using a browser built into the television set. Which, if you showed it to someone in 1992, their head would explode, and they would uh, they would if they've seen La Jetée or or knew the story of Twelve Monkeys would think you were from the future and there to get some sort of cure for something. So. Um, we have to take a break. We're already blazing through this. We're already, by the way, at a what a level what? three hype train. Level one hype train is level two has started on Twitch. That always feels good, right out of the gate, you know, Johnny, you and me. But I've got, yeah. I've got a, a new screen to debut on the live stream in a moment, and I'm very excited. Oh, good, good. I've got it coming up. I'm still. I was t- tweaking on it, and everything was fine until one of my monitors went out, which is the one that I used to show stuff. And I was like, what happened? And it turned out. Uh, cats crawling on a desk will sometimes knock a tiny cable free. Yeah, they and will. We'll, yes, they will. Yeah, oh boy. And you'll look at everything and go, "What kind of? What could? Oh, of course." Yeah, and then you turn the and go, "You, you little pumpkin." All right, we'll be back. It's the House Park Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Infotainmentwars.com is where you subscribe on YouTube. We'll be back. only on one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. This is the House Bar Show. And a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the House Bar Show. And a guitar note. And then progressive. And all. Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yes, it is going to be good. Because I just added a, uh, a little graphic element to the, the, to the use in the tubes so that not only can I show Johnny Million's beautiful face and my own self, but now um, I can actually show the articles that I'm referencing in a lot of these situations, which is kind of a good thing. So yeah. um, this is... This is kind of what I would call standard fare in the conversation about inflation that we've had lately. And that would be the uh, consumer prices rise more than expected as energy costs surge is the uh, um, is the phrase on the CNBC website. Um, And this, you know, this is kind of what you've been seeing for the last couple of months. I think this one's from October. Things have gone down, actually. 
the amount that they they went up when this article was published, they've actually gone down that amount, effectively erasing October, let's say, in a lot of these cases. The gains, you know, came and went. And and like the stock market, do you own, do you own any stocks, Johnny Million? You don't have to tell me which ones because I don't want to know what giant corporations you're like holding to. like 401k things. Okay, you don't have like a Robin Hood account or one of those things? No, I don't do that. Okay, I, I do that because my girlfriend's kid started doing it when he turned 18. He was like, I want to get one of these accounts. And I he was thinking about setting it up and I was I didn't use it. So I was like, all right, I'll start an account so I can look at, you know, see what you're how it works and whether it's worth yeah, doing yeah. and that kind of stuff. And so we kind of co-bought things, you know, penny stocks and little things like that. And anybody who watches the financial news a lot of times, if you watch the stock market, if you ever see it, man, some days it's in the red. Oh, yeah. buddy. Oh, it's gone down, a you know, three, three-eighths of a percentage point. And dear God, what does this say for the outlook of the markets? And people yeah. will gabba-gabba all day long on the financial, you know, with their the long-form yield bond, interest rate, gather, Fed derailing and money printing, and, and also the cost of uh, frozen concentrated orange juice, which I think is mostly what you and I know about stocks from trading places. And, um, pork bellies. Yeah, it's pork bellies and the, sell, sell. So, um, you know, buy low, sell high. We, we, entered, we entered at a good time in the, um, when they when they kind of genericized the uh, the stock market for the, the who's at home like us. Well, if you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, it's in the red today. Now, when it was in the green for the last 10 days. Uh, they were going, this is great. This is great. And then it's in the, the the red that it's in right now is still above the green. It was for the last 10 days. Right. Right. And then it goes up again the, the, in the, the day, the next day is green, and then the next day is red. And so, again, like, if yesterday had never happened, if you took yesterday out of the equation um, on one of the red days, it would just be green, right? Or it would have been stabilized in, you know, a little bit of movement up or stay there, whatever. Like, that's how I think a lot of us, when you think in terms, when you're not like a swing trader or a day trader, right. you know, you're, in, you're looking at it. As you know, if you're not Clarence Beaks, thank you, Carol. <laughs> if you're not Clarence Beaks, um, you uh, or you know, or the Dukes, you look at the the value of your investments. You go, I like this company. I think they got it's got legs. It's sort of an a long haul investment, like my house. I think a lot of uh, you know, and 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 I know a lot of people on Wall Street think of what would be retail investors as incredibly naive don't understand the market and don't because they don't understand what kind of money they they could be making by just watching how it fluctuates. They watch little candles appear in the stock thing. And then they go, if I sell it right now, it's going to go down two days and then I'll buy it. Then same stock I had and ride it back up, make five percent, sell it, get out. And I'm making money on this fluctuating stock. By just putting my money in and taking it out and putting my money in and taking it out of this company, which kind of does the company no good. It's, yeah. you know, it's not like you're investing in them. You know what I mean? It's like if if somebody was like, it, how, uh, put it like you, uh, you help a buddy with rent, right? He's, he needs help with his rent uh, one, you know, one month. You're like, I, he goes, I got fired. 
I don't know what I'm going to do about rent next month. I have this job on the line, but it doesn't start till you know, till February 1st, right? I don't know what I'm going to do. And you go, tell you what, buddy, I trust you're going to be around and, uh, and, and I know every time I loan you money, even though I tell you not to, you give me, you know, uh, 10 bucks more than I loan you. And you're just good about it that way. So I believe in you and therefore I'm going to give you, I'm going to help you out with your rent. Not for the 10 bucks, which is nice, but because I believe in you and I want you to be around for a long time. And in a long time, if I ever need a favor when I'm old, we'll be friends for a long time because I don't have right. a friend who was out on the street because he missed his rent one month and I was too much of a jerk to help. Right. So, OK, so the, in this in this fantasy that I've just crafted that's based entirely on a friend of mine um, <laughs> and and in one case, a friend of ours. Um, you, imagine loaning that person that money, but then going, you know what, I, I, I've been thinking about this afternoon. I need my money back. I don't think you're going to do it. Whatever. And then Wednesday going, you know what, I'll, I'll give it back to you, but only if I think you're because I think you're good for the 10 bucks. And then the next and then two days later, I don't think you're good for the 10 bucks. Give me the money back. Just like back and forth and back and forth, you know, all month long. And by the end of the month, that dude does not know whether or not he's going to be able to pay his rent because you have been vacillating. He might be on the day when you go, no, nope, I don't think I'm going to get my 10 bucks. So forget it. Right. That's that's how a lot of these like the Wall Street traders, the day traders, the swing traders yep. operate. They don't yeah. really care I mean, that's, about that's the long and short of it, really. Yeah. And that's uh, a, a hyper um, simplification. But I would also say that it's it's it, it's it's I think the mentality of a lot of the people that do that kind of stuff. The you know, if you anybody wants to see something hilarious, watch the Johnny Bravo dude on uh on YouTube or any of the other swing traders who are just out of their minds, couldn't give a crap about any company that they're investing in and and hope they crash so they can buy some in knowing full well that other people will pick up the pieces. It's it's silly. So anyways. So in this particular case, most people, I think most retail investors who are looked at as fundamentally naive. But if you look at sort of the index funds over time, if you hang in there, a lot of stuff does pay off over time in a slower but better than a savings rate of which because there's no interest rates right now, there is none. If you're going to have a 2% or 6% or an 8% improvement, a diversified stock portfolio for a lot of even lower middle class people now because of things like Robinhood is possible in a way that was only possible to robber barons. Honest to God, in the in, you know, in the 30s, 40s and 50s, do you know how much inside info you had to have to be able to buy a stock and trust that it would go up at all? And now you can scroll through that on any number of apps. I mean, the tide has changed and is affecting things. Retail and meme stocks are affecting the market on a measurable level and, and boggling the minds of many of the people that are you know, supposed to be on the no. They are all like, no, right. this market, this market doesn't make any sense at all. Well, that's because uh, there are enough retail investors who are now in there going, no, I think Apple and other companies like it are going to be around for decades and decades. And, I, and I'm looking at this as a ground floor stock buy. And if it if I look at any other company that I should have bought, you know, you know, Sony stock before, you know, 30 years ago or 50 years ago, had you invested $25 in blah, blah, blah. We've all heard those right. stories. And if it's money you can part with, especially if, uh, you know, during the time when you couldn't go out and stimulus money was there, a lot of people were retail investing in that and they're watching their portfolios go up. 
There's, there, ask Gen Z. There's a bunch of that going on. We have to take a break. But when I come back, I want to talk about, you know, there is a bifurcation in the economic thought form right now because the ec- economic theories that we are operating on in the modern era were written when there were less than a billion people on Earth and are not adequate to describe what's going on. How many people are involved in this economy, considering there used to be dozens and now there are millions. The 1% in America is 3 million people. <laughs> you know, we always think of the, th- the 1% is like 15 people, kind of when you mentally picture it. 3 million mm-hmm. people. The, ten, the upper 10% is something in the order of 60 million people. And they have families. We'll be back right after this. This is Damien Perdue of Think Theory Radio, Saturdays at 6 p.m. You're listening to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Ah, I thought there was going to be like a new one every break. I was so excited. You want more, Hal? We'll give you more. Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCBT 820. Hoo-yah! Oh, dear God. The, The terrible news. The terrible news, Johnny Million. That inflation has hit a 39-year high. That's what it is. Oh, that's not the news. That's Brazil. Hold on. Um, uh, uh, Market watch. Inflation is running rampant in the U.S. Oh, my goodness. Dash, here's what it is and isn't. Now, almost all of it is energy motor vehicles, and what's called shelter, meaning housing prices. It does not mean lean-tos, tents on the street, and rental prices. Well, I mean, honestly, shelter, market watch, what are you doing? Shelter, yeah. It's very like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Totally. Yeah, it's meant to be... Do you feel it all like you're being uh, manipulated at all? Um, down below it, though, food, food's up there. But why is food up there? Because food, unlike a lot of the digital stuff, has to be brought to you in a specific time window. And that time window is dictated by a certain price index. What would that be? Energy. Gasoline prices, oil prices, and like, and by the way, these are, um, and my favorite thing about this whole conversation, and it's been the biggest thing that's been driving me crazy about this, is the uh, uh, components of the 6.8% inflation rate. This is MarketWatch talking about this. Mm -hmm. Contribution to inflation over 12 months. 12 months ago, if you recall, or hmm. closer to 14 at this point, but, you know, that's why the prices are starting to taper a little bit. 14 months ago, oil was at negative $37 a barrel. Companies, oil companies and, and oil producing countries were lit- paying people to take it off their ships. And... Because no one was traveling because of COVID. No one was driving anywhere. The, the air got really clean on the earth in a measurable way because 
millions, if not billions of vehicles all yeah, turned Weber's off at the up. same time. It was crazy. Right. And, and inflation, as they're marking it, looks a lot, as far as a news talking point, looks a lot less sexy if you line it up against 2019 numbers. If you erase 2020 and the abnormal, uh, abnormal aspects of the economy, 2019 to 2021 inflation, while you might see a bump that you could argue if you also take out 2020, you also take out some of the expenditure, the extra UI money that be, might be driving up some goods. But if you take out the culling of cattle, which is contributing to this year's rise in beef prices, if you take out the the number of eggs that were thrown out and and the people who rely on them for their subsistence um, still having bills to pay. So needing to raise the price slightly this year compared to the year before to con- compensate for the total lack of sales that they experienced and the amount of crops that were that were uh, plowed under because there were no hands to harvest them. Yeah, it. Yeah, if you, you know, if you pretend that's all normal and you go, this is inflation year over year. Now, understand the 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 number they were citing. And this is kind of the point I was making earlier that the the number from 1982, which was higher, had none of the aspects of the covid shutdown, which is a once in a lifetime experience for most of us, I think. Yeah, uh, yes. Well, at least so far. None of us have <laughs> so seen so far. I, I should always. So far until we get that second life you and I have been talking about. Exactly. Well, I mean, we'll talk about Meta later on in the show. Do you know about Meta? Have you signed? Did you realize you're already probably part of Meta? Oh, is we'll that the, the weird? Um, it, oh, is that where my personality is going to carry on? Yes. As an they, AI? No, it, yeah, no, that's it's it's a it's basically a cartoon world that Facebook created that you're going to walk around in looking like a a, a kind of low res early 2000 CGI cartoon Which I character. will be able to control with my ghost. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I like how this is turning out. It's good. Now um, we're talking about six six point eight percent inflation rate, Johnny Million. Six point eight percent. Now, if you take energy out of that. Um, as far as oil and, and the like, because the price goes up. And this is compared, again, to last year. It is up 6.8% over last year. When it was just coming out of negative numbers. Now, does anyone think that that's a genuine marker of inflation based on economic policy and the buying patterns of the American public or the needs or wants material of any, uh, materially of any American well, citizen. Th- but from negative, you know, I mean, you can still say, do you, do you really have to go up from negative is what I'm trying to say. Uh, I'm just saying that this is the same way that some guys will brag about their manhood by measuring from their rectum. Now, the, oh my. <laughs> which is cheating and dangerous. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. Because especially if you use one of those shop the uh, tape measures, like things, zing. tape measure, it'll snap back. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So motor vehicles are up uh, again. Chip delays, 
make, you know, making their way over from Asia. Shipping was down. Cars are gigantic. The shipping revolving around those kind of things, the ones that weren't made in the United States or the components that were made outside the United States. Those are larger components needing needing more more space on a ship. The cost of a shipping container went up exorbitantly because of covid, not because of stimulus, not because of the American people buying something, not because of a tax break, because over 700,000 Americans plus, by the way, because the the Trump administration downplayed those numbers um, in every measure. Um, and DeSantis will be running on the fact that he hid those numbers when, in 2024 when he's the uh, the person who's tapped on the shoulder by Trump. Um, those those components are harder to ship, take up more space than an iPhone even. Which is why the price of the iPhone didn't gouge up or a lot of other kind of electronics like that, because the shipping space was marginal considering how many you could bring. The bigger the component, the bigger the element. The, uh, the larger the part of a shipping container it took up, the more expensive the, the factor of that shipping container became in the overall cost of that thing. You don't eat any of it because it, think of how many cars you can put in a shipping container versus how many iPhones or Galaxy 7s or whatever you could put in one. You get my point. You know, shelter, housing prices. Again, we had a wood, uh, the lumber shortage earlier this year. Right. That got remedied by in short order. And set back the house building market off by a little bit when people were signing up to buy them or whatever. But this is house houses. Their prices are going up. Because largely people who lived in apartments or smaller houses realized I can actually do most of my job from home. There's no real reason for the next maybe two, five years to transition, if ever, back to a normal office. Now, I will I personally believe that's exaggerated. In a lot of industries and going back to, a, you know, a, a gathering place to work, there's a reason why we've always done it as people. The face to face does matter, you know, um, and so it will factor back in. But some of the industries, real estate, investment firms, so it, as long as you have fast enough Internet and you're willing to wake up early, no matter what the time zone is, who cares yeah. where you are? And so you're going to want a bigger house. So a lot of bigger houses sold. People moved further away from the city. They they suburbed rural communities. They gentrified the sticks over the last year. And so house building can't keep up. And the, and the house prices of, of houses that, quite frankly, two years ago weren't worth crap, but now can be flipped, went up a, a, a surprisingly measurable amount. It would be, a, you know, a real estate boom in any other circumstance if we didn't have 770,000 dead Americans and, uh, you know, a thousand, uh, you know, a thousand dead Republicans a week right now. So those are the three big ones in this. Right. I mean, uh, that's that's yeah. it. You know, if if, some, if you're if you're if you're croaking because of covid, the the. Anybody who wouldn't take the bet, even in a Trump casino, that you voted for voted for Trump is an idiot and should probably be on, you know, Fox Business next to Maria Bartiromo talking about year over year inflation figures. And again, a lot of the businesses we're seeing, especially food service businesses, where they're having trouble getting staff back. So they're going to raise the price of their goods because their margin was already slim. And their staff is more expensive now. 
because the $15 minimum wage that was being fought virulently for during the campaign in many ways and in most markets was answered by COVID, was literally created by a factor of, I don't want to go back to work because it's not safe. And if you're going to coax me back in there, I, you know, my number to endanger my own life is way higher than $7.68 an hour, considering what I can purchase with that. And so that became a factor in, you know, that will drive 1% of permanent inflation because businesses will recognize people have more to spend. People who have more to spend buy slightly better things. People who want slightly better things will save up for even still better things. And, and luxury goods go up, and that's why they track them and blah, blah, blah. So, on the other hand, we're hearing 6.8%, right? You've, that's the number you're hearing right now. 6.8% uh, compared to 72 in 1982. Again, with no pandemic, no nothing. Recreation is up 2.58%. Okay. Medical care up overall is up about 2.4%. Clothing, which is, uh, you know, considering that a lot of clothing that came from China initially, ask Walmart, ask Target about our uh, our, uh, trade deficit with China. Most of that stuff... They, you know, those factories have been shut down effectively by, on, by a lot of the buyers in the United States because of um, slave labor used to produce cotton in Xinjiang. The, the Uyghur Muslims being pushed into forced labor to wait for it. United States of America post-Civil War um, uh, support the cotton crop for clothing and apparels. Um, in general and, and sheets and whatnot that even with that cut off the rise in that cost rate in apparel while it's up year over year is marginally down in some cases from 2019 how is that possible I thought the, hmm. the essence of these kind of things was cheap labor the essence of these things was buying these things and getting them sewn in sweatshops and whatnot and that's what that's what the, your average Walmart and Target shopper wants, you know, is a cheap shirt that looks like a million bucks, but was sewn by a nine year old. Right. Yeah. With uh, with uh, cotton that was made, you know, gathered through forced labor. But apparently not. Apparently, there's a lot of other ways to come about that material that does not require that. And the marginal difference in the cost is something that the average American consumer and even the below average American consumer is willing to put up with, especially when their wages have gone up for the first time in decades. So going into the Christmas season, I, I had a big feeling we got to take a break, but I had the, the stuff about empty shelves that we were hearing has kind of faded, if you noticed. Mm-hmm. In the recent little bit, the, the empty shelves argument, while you'll still hear it at Fox News and Newsmax, and they'll still be showing pictures, by the way, from May of 2020 to to, you know, give an example of their point. One of the reasons why, oh, my God, empty shelves, oh, my God, empty shelves is uh, in some instances, I'm sure a fear about supply chain issues that were blown out of proportion, but also a sales pitch 
hey, you better go in there and buy this stuff on Black Friday. Of course. You better get there. You probably want to get in there before Black Friday. You probably want to go ahead and get this stuff because it's going to be gone. There's not much of it. And we had one of the best Black Fridays on record. But consumer confidence is down. And inflation is destroying the country. Right? That's the storyline. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCTT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. 